we're thankful that you've chosen to come back and join the Laurel Chapel Baptist Church podcast again. And um, just thankful that you're here and listening to our podcast. Do appreciate all the support that we're receiving and all the folks that are listening. And we're excited to continue our study in the book of Philippians. If you would look with me this morning into Philippians chapter number 1, we'll begin reading in verse number 27. And we'll read a few verses here and uh, take just a few moments to study this wonderful letter to the Philippian church. The Bible says in verse number 27 of Philippians chapter number 1, it says, Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else I be absent, I may hear of your affairs that ye stand fast in one spirit and one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and of the, and that of God. For unto you it is given in, behalf, in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which... Ye saw in me, and now here to be in me. And so, as I was studying this, I was preparing, uh, you know, what I would teach this week in our mid uh, midweek Bible study. And as I think about this letter to the Philippian church, I do consider what um, Paul was teaching and what Paul was saying. He says first to he's wanting that church, he's wanting that group of Christians to make their own choice and their own decision to live like Christ. In verse 27 where he says, only, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs. And so when he says that, he says, I come and see you, whether I come and see you or else be absent. He's saying whether or not I'm there or I'm away doing other things, I would love to hear and know that you are living and serving the Lord in the capacity that you need to be. Um, and he, so, so he's challenging them. He's saying, I want to, to know that you're serving God when, when I'm not around and I'm not watching. And he, it's important for us to know that when we're serving the Lord, that we don't need to be serving the Lord uh, because of someone else, because of some, you know, a, a leader that in our church, because of our pastor, because of a deacon, because of someone that we know, we, we don't need to be serving uh, the Lord for that reason. That's not the right reason. I would uh, never want to think that someone is only uh, serving the Lord because I tell them that they should as a as a preacher. But then I think about um, people, and and I know and understand that some people have that mindset that they uh, that's part of their part of their prerogative is just to live um, life and get through life and look like that they have it all together and so they will uh, do things uh, right and they will talk right and sound right and act right and uh, do things from a spirit and a heart that um, isn't completely sincere and so that's what, what what Paul's saying here is he wants them to choose to live like Christ and that's what I like to think about when I think about that verse and that and that scripture is that he's asking them to choose to live like Christ the thing is, is that we get this certain, uh, you know, kind of affirmation or confirmation from uh, from people on the earth. 
and uh, we, we certainly do from people that we, we look up to or people we value their opinions um, or people in different positions. We certainly get uh, a sense of, of confirmation knowing that they, uh, you know, approve of us. And so some people we act differently in front of and act differently to. But we know at the end of the day that God in, his, in all, his, all of his power in heaven, he, uh, he knows exactly what's in our heart. He knows the intentions of our heart. He knows the intentions of our, of our mind. He knows the things that we're going to do before we're gonna, we do them. And so I think that it's very important, I believe, to uh, know the the truth of this. And when well, that word conversation, that could also mean manner of life. <clears throat> and so essentially thinking, let your life be as it becometh as the gospel of Christ. Um, in, in thought of let everything you do be like Christ and choose to live for him when no one's around when it's not always convenient, um, when it when it's a little easier to slack off or, or kind of step away from your dedication. Choose to live like Christ. And then he says in verse number 27, uh, again, after we go through that, that part there, he says that you stand fast in one spirit with the mind, with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel. And so we know that he not only wants this Philippian church to choose to live like Christ, but he wants them to stand together. And I think that's important to see is that it is important is in our walk, and as Christians, as believers, as followers of Christ, that we stand together. We've got to choose and make that choice to work one with another to try to further the gospel. The work of Christ cannot be effectively completed without the cooperation and dedication of believers that walk in spirit and in truth according to the gospel of Christ. They, they have to walk in that spirit and truth, and, and we have to walk together if we want to see anything beneficial happen. I don't know about you, but I've never seen a uh, college football team or a college basketball team or professional basketball, professional football. I've never seen uh, in one of those sports, I've never seen a team be able to uh, win with just one player giving uh, 100%. It takes a team of people uh, to, to, to do um, exactly what they're called to do, exactly what God requires them to do, and do that together and work one with another. This can be a hard thing sometimes because we don't always – uh, just absolutely love the people that we're, we're yoked up with. We don't always just love uh, the circumstances that we're in. Um, we don't always want to get along with people because our flesh allows us to think, well, they did this to me before. They said this to me before. And, you know, there's some relationships and circumstances um, that would say, well, you know, it's time to get away from this person. But in general, um, unless it's uh, a situation where someone's uh, openly uh, you know, just in, in sin and won't, won't go and, and try to make that, that right. If it's, if it's a, a fellow brother or sister in Christ, God wants us to work with them. And we, he wants us to work with them to reach those that are not in the family or those that are backsliding or those that are, are falling, uh, falling out to the wayside. And so that's an important thing to remember is that uh, this Philippian church, they were, be challenged, they were being challenged to make that choice to stand together 
that ye stand fast in one spirit, with with one mind, striving together for the faith of the go- faith of the gospel. And I think about that, and I think about the uh, that that thought: stand fast in one spirit. You know, when you make a friend and you realize that you're both Christians and you're both believers, you get bonded in in the spirit, and in essence, through that spiritual bond. You uh, that spirit bears witness, and you will not f- soon forget their s- position and their spot as a Christian. You will actually value more and appreciate more the quality of that friendship and that relationship because each time you're around one another, you'll be able to t- let that spirit bear witness and become closer friends. And so if we can do that in our friendships, what can we do when we're in a church setting? If we'll just work with one another. We don't have to be best friends. Not everybody has to just absolutely just be um, the, the closest friends and spend you know 24 hours a day together. But you do have to love one another. And I believe that's the, the, the essence of this, this scripture right here is that we need to choose to stand together. Nobody can make us do that. We have to choose to stand together with brother, other brothers and sisters in Christ. And it says in verse number 28 and 29, it says, And nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to, to you of salvation and that of God. And so uh, we were choosing, uh, Paul's challenging this church to choose to live like Christ when he's not around. Um, when, when, you know, Paul wasn't around, he wanted them to make that choice in their life. He wanted them to choose to stand together um, because the, if they wanted to see God do anything, he knew that they would have to stand together. And then he, he wants them to choose to stand against foes. He says, and nothing terrified by your advers- adversaries. He is wanting this church, and, he want, and God wants us today to settle in our hearts. That you know what, I'm about to face something that that's going to be difficult. I'm going to face something that's that's not easy to deal with. I'm going to face someone that's uh, standing up against me and fighting against me. I have to choose that. And in nothing terrified by your adversaries, you know, a lot of what, a lot of our defeats are part of a mental, this this kind of mental. Uh, situation in our mind where we see something and we don't want to we don't want to have to face it so we just tell ourselves we're beat and that's not what the way God wants us to live our lives because if you allow that to be the standard in your life as far as well you know I'm, I'm beat I just I don't know what else to do uh, temptation arises and you say well I've you know this is something I've dealt with my whole life I can't fight it I'm just gonna fall into it this one time and I'll go back to living right um, before you know before too long that's that's not what God wants from us God wants us to stand separate and to choose to stand against sin and stand against the enemies that that will come before us and it's important to realize that that is biblical truth in nothing terrified by your adversaries we don't want to be defeated before we have the chance to fight the battle if it was us fighting the battle we would lose every single time. But when you have God on your side and you have a spiritual relationship with him, we can cast our cares upon him 
because he cares for us. We can say, Lord, please help me fight this battle. Help me win this battle. Help me get through. We can stand before him and we can say, Lord, I'm one of your children. Your, your son Jesus died upon the cross for me. And I have, through that blood, a, a relationship to the creator of the world. Why would I not want to use him as one of my advocates? And I'm afraid that church people, Christians, are so defeated by the adversaries out in the world that they'll give up before they even try to stand up to those adversaries. And that's a shame. It shouldn't be that way. We should certainly see and know that these adversaries that, that come against us, this hardship and these difficulties, we need to stand against them and not fear, not be terrified. And that's a hard thing to do. You think about what we've seen in our nation in the past just four months, five months, and think about the, the terror and the, the anger and all the craziness. I tell you, I'd, I'd rather just get up and not have to face it because my flesh, just to be honest, would love nothing more than just to live a happy life that or that just doesn't have any difficulty, doesn't have any struggle, doesn't have anything stand against me. But I do believe and know that the Lord allows us to go through hardships, to teach us lessons, and to let us learn. And if we choose to live like him, when no one's looking, when no one's around, if we choose to stand together with other Christians in Christ, I believe it'll be easier to stand against our foes in front of us. It says in verse number 29, and I'll be done, it says, For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. And so it clearly tells us that not only the, the, the Christian relationship with Christ, that believing on him, that's only one little part of our relationship to him. That's just the beginning, essentially. And after that, we will, unfortunately, at times have to suffer. We will uh, go through tough times. But we know it to be true that he will bring us through. He will give us success, and he will give the victory. I thank you for listening on our Laurel Chapel Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We do appreciate the support that we receive. We appreciate you listening to uh, the midweek service. Um, I'm trying to get a little bit more um, a clear line of when I can do this so that it's consistent from week to week. And so just pray for that for us. But we do appreciate um, you. If we can do anything for you, you can reach out to us through our church Facebook page um, or um, you can find us uh, on, uh, of course, Transistor's website where our podcast is hosted at lcbc.transistor.fm. Thank you so much for your time, and we'll pray and be done. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this time. Pray, God, that you would just bless us. Pray that you'd help us. Pray, God, that you would just take each and every one of these folks that would listen to this podcast, and uh, just pray, God, that you would just bless them. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you for giving him to us, and we thank you for uh, he, he died upon the cross for us. And, God, that's such a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful promise. And, God, we're promised that, that heaven is eternal and that we'll be able to spend the, the rest of our days there with you. God, we won't have the pain. We won't have the suffering. But, God, I pray that while we are upon this earth, we would choose to live like you and your son, Jesus. I pray, God, that we would choose to live according to your word. I pray, Lord, that 
we would be focused on standing together, and God, that we would be able to face our adversaries with you knowing that you have already won the battle. Lord, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.